Welcome to Adults Only Comedy Berlin. Today we have Christoph Schmidt. Did I put a T at the end there? Schmid. 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 Hello. <laughs> That's always such a delay. <laughs> no, I can't undo the accent. <laughs> Do the accent. No, you know, I don't want to get canceled. Hello. What's this? The Swedish chef. You can't get canceled for the Swedish chef, right? <laughs> try. Try to get canceled. Try, try to get, yeah. <laughs> Hello. come on say something that was probably the worst don't no cook some noodles or something man now i can't do it oh give it a minute okay i'll give it a minute no no, don't don't give it a minute i can edit i can edit Mm, i don't think i can do it now for some swedish chef cancel potential i'm gonna give it a minute come on christoph Let's cook some noodles. <laughs> no. <laughs> that worst. was it. That was the worst. <laughs> that, was, that was about 30 seconds of preparation. <laughs> I'm not a good improviser. Let's let's cook some noodles. No, it's Indian. That's not right. Yeah, exactly. That's, 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 that's let's that's cook some noodles. Yeah, no, it's like an Italian Indian. Um like that's the the baseline of the Swedish yeah. chef, right? But it's hard to to not let it go into a racist rant. You know? I think I was I was speaking to someone about this. It's like um, doing uh, or just heard about it. You know, doing accent impersonations and impressions isn't racist. Like it's it's if you're actually talking about how. Uh, you know, Indian people don't deserve something or they're this way because they're Indian. Like, that's racist. But if you're just doing an Indian accent, if, if, if you're doing an Indian accent and just saying things like, you know, like, <laughs> like, <laughs> the, th- the thing is, I- I'll get canceled before you do because <laughs> no, I'm, I'm closer to the edge in the chopping block, so I'm not just gonna, I'm going to have an opinion on this. Because <laughs> you're a white male, just because yeah. of that, you're like a cis straight white male. Exactly. I'm not gonna. Yeah. I, it's uh, I'm not gonna. I don't have an opinion. Like Shahak has done some pretty bad Vietnamese accents, you know. He's also done Vietnamese food. I I've seen a video. You've seen it. He's well, done Vietnamese food. I didn't. Ha- didn't he have like a cooking thing did he i think so oh like when he had his show shapiro shapiro i don't know he used to do like uh not a cooking show but like cook with me or some shit like that they oh. would do like an insta live or something like that. oh yeah i and think so I, did I, he do a vietnamese accent whilst he was cooking vietnamese i didn't watch it oh okay. like i just knew it was happening because i was just scrolling through it and then i saw oh he's cooking you're one of those instagram users where you know what's happening but you're not consuming any of the content no, I just swipe and swipe, swipe and swipe, swipe and swipe, 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 swipe. swipe, swipe. Um, all right, accents, cool. Uh, we we haven't. <laughs> <laughs> cool. Glad we covered that topic. Yeah. Uh, no, but I really love doing accents. Like on Clubhouse, I was I was practicing them a lot more. Like I got really into a Russian accent. Uh, my Italian got pretty strong. I've started practicing more my German. Like you know. I love I love accents. I uh, it's just that I don't know if they're it's cool to do them anymore. I don't. Know. I have no fucking idea. Mm. Like I don't see any problem with it. Yeah. But uh, then again, people might 
think there's a problem with it. I have no fucking idea, man, because I'm an ignorant white person. Yeah, okay. I think I think an <laughs> accent can really, you know, if you are using it as a stereotype, if it's a caricature of a nationality and you're using to show, you know, using it to show the... Um, I mean, like the contradiction or the 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 limits of that stereotype. I don't know. Like, I've got this joke where I talk about um, such an old joke about uh, working at a kindergarten and um, and what German empathy is. And like, basically, you know, you've got to be correct. Like, I think mm. Germans find things funny if they're not correct. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, and so I've added a, a tag at the end of this joke, being like, "Oh, it is funny because he did the wrong thing." <laughs> <laughs> just funny because they they do like some of them of the german people do speak like that english yeah exactly and that's the funniest type of german speaking yeah. english and it's also this it's a, like such a true stereotype of a german they love correctness like they love to see the right thing being done and it's funny when someone makes a mistake like if you observe children in a playground the number of times they're just pointing out how the other person's doing it wrong right I, I see it's another thing I, I can't do observe children at the playground <laughs> <laughs> true it's like don't do that <laughs> please don't but you would have to sometimes watching your watching your son you know interact you need to like of watch course, him in the yeah, playground yeah. of course but i have to wear like a necklace with a picture of us too <laughs> the other like the moms just go like who are you here with? Like, that's my son is it it, it Look at the photo. Kid, come over here. Is this your dad? <laughs> and your son's like... What? what whatever, man. <laughs> whatever, dude. <Yeah. laughs> I'm just going to go uh, place over there. Don't worry about it. I love what you were saying before. How um, how fast your, your kid integrated into Kita. Yeah, super fast. He's just, like so detached from, from his parents or... <laughs> from his parents like does he do the so what does he do when he gets to kita he... he just i mean they open the door and he just grabs a little bag just walks inside doesn't even turn around it's just like <laughs> and you're like at the door all all, all sad like bye buddy I will, uh, i'll pick you up later okay and just says, fuck off <laughs> like that is his attitude it's just like fuck off man i'm at work <laughs> these are my friends you're embarrassing me so good but then he is happy when you pick him up though yeah yeah he comes down he's like yeah does he run up to you sort of he doesn't run up to me he runs up to the to the stroller i guess okay because there's food in the stroller <laughs> <laughs> or, or he runs up to the dog oh he runs oh yeah the dog is a good yeah. a good selling point yeah Aww. just the dog doesn't like him that much oh really the dog doesn't like anyone okay like she does but She's also, I don't know, we have a weird family. Like, <laughs> like nobody hugs anybody. Everybody's like sort of like, oh, don't touch me. <laughs> Which is weird because you guys are like Latino. Well, the German part, it makes sense. But yeah, I guess. But like the Venezuelan part. And... Yeah, I guess. I mean, I, 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 I like hugging and stuff. But uh, then again, uh, the, my German part is always like, nah, dude. <laughs> Get away from me. Like, It's just like what? Like it's just not necessary or... Yeah, it's too much, too much touching. Too much touching, huh? Yeah, it's get away from me. But like that's the opposite of Latino culture, right? Yeah, I guess. Yeah. See, that's a stereotype. But it's a solid one. <laughs> <laughs> Saying that all Latinos are just hugging. They're touchy. And talking like, "Hi, would you like a hug?" Or uh, 
I can do that accent because I was born there. Yeah, keep going, keep going. <laughs> <laughs> I want more. I know. <laughs> more. <laughs> Say some stuff. Talk about your your um, aversion to hugs in your Latino accent. I, I don't like hugging. <laughs> <laughs> I don't like hugging. People are sweaty. It's uh, disgusting. <laughs> also, I <laughs> sorry because I watched Scarface like two days ago. Oh my god, I love that movie. Yeah. I only watched it for the first time like a couple of months ago, and yeah. it blew and my you mind. Liked it? I think it's horrible, like the accents and that the movies. Like I, I love it because I, I liked it as a kid. Mm-hmm. But now that I watched it again, I was like, dude, this is a piece of shit. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. It's a piece of shit, but at the same time... But it's a good one. It's like, I just love the trashiness of it. It's like these these migrants get a bunch of money doing illegal, like, drug dealing, and then they just make the tackiest, like, the trashiest-looking palace, and then they just live yeah, 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 this yeah. horrible, horribly, uh, like, paranoid, glamorous, but, like... But like you know, tacky glamorous life, and uh, and it's all just so over the top. I like yeah, that. Yeah, I mean the mansion that he has is uh, there's nothing in it, man. <laughs> there's a fountain in it, yeah. and and a staircase like that comes up from either side, and mm-hmm. there's like one room in the middle. Yeah. And there's bedrooms. There's the bathroom that has that huge bath in it, and right, then there's like the little yeah, table yeah, with the mirror, so she can like make her do her makeup and take lines, right, and you yeah, know yeah. sit down her like sparkling her champagne glass, and he can be smoking his cigar in the bubble bath, and there's a TV there, and it's so big that he can also have his best friend sitting on the side in a totally yeah, non-gay yeah. way whilst he's in the bath. Yeah, they're close. Yeah, they're close. Gay's fine as well. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. But he also tells him, hey, you can be an asshole. (laughs) (laughs) And then he walks off, fucks his sister. (laughs) Which is, I think, the only sad part of the movie where he just kills his best friend because he was doing his sister. And she's like, oh, we got married yesterday. We wanted to surprise. Yeah. Like, just call, maybe. Yeah. Yeah. Well, phones were less available. But he had, like, a car phone, I think. He did have a car phone, but I don't think he... He used it. He just, had, <laughs> he just, he had, just it. had it. He just had to have it. Yeah. Like in those days when they had car phones, no one needed it. No one, like it wasn't the culture of needing to call people all the time. Like people right. weren't at their phones enough to warrant a car phone. You just had a car phone because you had enough money to have a car phone. I still don't understand car phones either way. Like I, I would understand them now because more like cell phones. Yeah. Right. But back in the day, I, how, how did it work? Yeah. Well, as in, like, how did the actual line go out? I yeah. think it was the first... I think it was the, the start of the cell phones, right? Was it, like, cell phone? Like, yeah, I'm pretty sure. Because it was the cellular, right? It wasn't, I have no like, idea. There wasn't, like, this long cable. No, obviously not. But, the back of the but that was always my, my question, because I always thought that car phones came before the cell phones. I think they came at the same... Like, I remember my mum getting her first cell phone back in, like, 1990. It was before my parents got divorced, so it was, like, 96... And it was this big chunky thing, and it looked like a car phone, mm. like it was that big. Yeah, Motorola. I think it was. Yeah, it was a huge. It was huge. It was like yeah, it was a brick, and it had the flip um, cover. Ah, yeah, but that's a, that's later generation though. No, no, but it was big. It yeah, was yeah, like, yeah, but yeah. The, the flip thing. Oh, the flip thing was later. Because I remember yeah. my dad had that 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 big gray one. Ah. Uh-huh. 
with that huge antenna. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. It had, like, battery that lasted, I don't know, like, maybe half an hour. <laughs> Just had to turn it on. And on. Hey, can you hear me? Oh, this cost me a house. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but, oh, man, like, I remember as a kid, remember when, like, you'd come home after doing something and you missed a phone call? And then you and then and then, you know, if you wanted to call that friend back, they were already out. And then you just missed the whole opportunity to hang out with these friends. Do you remember friends? That? <laughs> <laughs> I, uh, I don't know. I, I feel like calling other people always gave me huge anxiety because I never wanted to speak to the parents. Oh, uh, yeah. So it was more like because you always had to go like you always had to go through the parents. Yeah. Hi, uh, is uh, blah 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 there? Yeah. Uh, who's that? Yeah, it's Christopher. Hey, man, how you doing? And you're like, uh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> is uh, there? <laughs> yeah. Wait a second. <laughs> yeah, they would go like, Hey, your stupid friend is on the phone. <laughs> Can't hear you, man. <laughs> I have feelings. Uh. I have feelings. <laughs> <laughs> Just keep coming with this. I love it. I love it. This is also good because you can say feelings and also like feelings. Feelings. I have feelings. I have feelings in I my have teeth. Feelings. My teeth. I have feelings. <laughs> Do you? Do you have lots of feelings? Nah, I guess some. Some? Yeah. Like five? I didn't count them. You haven't counted? Maybe four. Maybe four? Yeah. I had about four. I, I think like the, the back mm, teeth. For sure. Like the upper ones and the and the lower ones. Yeah, me too. I guess. Me too. They're not so bad. Have you had teeth removed? Um, no. Like uh, how you call the first ones? Like the wis- your baby teeth? Yeah. Mished in a- baby teeth? Yeah. Of course. Well, yeah, they have to come out. Yeah, but I, I, they had to remove two of them because they were so. I don't know. It had Peter Pan teeth. <laughs> they didn't <laughs> want to come out. No, they were just. They were shattered because the other tooth was already coming through it, but they oh. wouldn't come out. Oh, oh, I haven't heard of that before. Yeah, it's super gross. Nah, it's not gross. No, it felt gross. Yeah, I guess. Because you had like a baby tooth that was split in like four parts. <laughs> and it was just dangling there, but it wouldn't come out, so they had to remove it. Wow. Yeah. Weird. Like different. Yeah. It's, yeah, that was what I was thinking when I was a kid. I was like, oh, that's different. <laughs> <laughs> oh, this is great. I'm so different. <laughs> I'm so different. Can you? Yeah. Yeah. Pull on that. Yeah. Great. That's good. <laughs> Did they, they put you under though, right? They didn't, they didn't just pull it out. They were no, yeah, giving well, you anesthetic. Yeah. But in uh, like local. Yeah. Local. Mm-hmm. Loco. Loco. <laughs> loco anesthetic. Um, and, but you didn't have any wisdom teeth removed? No, I don't, I don't have any. No wisdom. Oh, I think so. Really? Oh, they just, they just came well, out. Well, I have. They came out and they were just all good. Yeah, but they're not really... They're sort of out, but not really. Okay. Like, this one is, like, a little bit out. This one is more. Oh. And uh, this one didn't come out. I had to get all of mine removed. All four. Mm. Yeah. And I've still got two of them in my... in my my <laughs> On my shelf. On my shelf. On my shelf, sitting in bleach. The plan was to, to bury them. Bury in, them. Uh, at a witch-like ritual to um put my past and my um pain back into the earth and uh yeah move forward into a new life but they're still sitting in bleach on my shelf that's good (laughs) that's so weird (laughs) well the thing is with wisdom teeth they um often wisdom teeth come out in your adult years when you go through a big emotional trauma and um 
and I met quite a few people around the time when mine came up. Like I had the two removed when I was like, I don't know, 15 or something, the lower ones. Um, no, the bottom, the top ones. And then when I got to 28, 20, 27, 28, when I was going through my divorce, it was right after I'd left my, my ex-husband and boom, like massive pain had to go to the doctor. I was like, oh yeah, we need to get them removed. Like, I don't have enough money to do this. I'm like, yeah, just give me local. And it was the most traumatic experience. Like, like the, the, the dentist had to put his knee on my chest to pull them out because they were from above, like, like they were from below. So it was like, there was no gravity helping. And, um, and he shattered one of them and it was a bit kinky. I was just crying and crying and crying. It was put put your knee on me again. (laughs) (laughs) Crush me. (laughs) (laughs) And then I was so drugged up for a week. Like there was just so much pain. I like, I haven't had that much pain for, yeah, I think it's one of the most painful things I've been through. Yeah. Was it more painful than the divorce? I think it was like the physical pain matched the emotional pain that I was going through. Mm. Yeah. But I met all these other people who had had similar things happen. Like, oh, yeah, when I broke up with this person or when I moved to this country and I had these 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 problems. And it was all around the like late 20s that was, the wisdom teeth became an issue. Could be coincidence, too, though. Could be. But there is. <laughs> it could I'm sorry. Be. I. <laughs> It could I'm skeptical. Also be, fair enough. Fair enough. And like, uh, I don't know if there's like a hormone that goes like, oh, you go into emotional shit. Let, let me push some teeth out. Ding, ding, ding. Yeah, I think it might be. I think it might be. Like, <laughs> Let's make cool. this worse, huh? <laughs> yeah. Let's get you some real wisdom. Let's push these guys out. Give me some real wisdom. I'll teach you a lesson. I'll teach you a lesson. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. So teeth, huh? Yeah. Yeah. I wonder how, how that played out back in the day. Mm. Like in 1800s. Yeah. Just, what would happen? You know, wisdom teeth would just come out all fucked. Yeah, and you'd just be in horrendous pain. Nice. I think. Well, a lot of people didn't make it past their 30s. Oh. Right? Back then? I guess. I don't know. I don't know the statistics. I, I think, I think, like some people did. I think if you were rich, you could. But I think um, the, I don't know. I'm talking out of my ass, but I'm pretty sure like the um, mortality, like people usually died. Like, average person didn't make it beyond, like, 35. You can just... You can just check? You want to check? Yeah. I'm going to check. Um, but for what country? Or just Europe? the world? Okay, Europe. Yeah, we're in Europe. Let's do Europe. Expectancy. How do you write expectancy? Oh, okay. <laughs> Dumbass. What? <laughs> uh, Europe. Oh, that was what you were searching was done. 1800. Okay, you're saying 1800. Okay, let's see. Between 30 and 40 years. Fuck yeah, I am not talking out of my ass. God damn. How good is that? Well, not good. <laughs> <laughs> it's only good because I'm right. Like, all those people, you know, and I think, and that's why overpopulation has really only, like, been considered in the last years. Because if humans were only living until 35, 40. Yeah, right. You that's a good just... rotate, like, it's a good, uh, what's it, like, rotation? Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's... Regeneration. Yeah, it's like McDonald's throwing out the cheeseburgers. It's exactly like <laughs> McDonald's throwing out the cheeseburgers. It's like, how long has this cheeseburger been there? 30, 40 years? All right. <laughs> Still good. Yeah, it looks, it looks exactly the same, but let's put them in the trash. Those pictures of McDonald's food being recovered and looking exactly, pretty much exactly the same. Like, I wonder if, if in, in some future they're going to be like fossilized McDonald's. Oh, yeah. People go like, oh my God, what is this? And they're like, is this a dinosaur? Yeah, no, it's... It's a cheeseburger. <laughs> it's a 
some lame fossil. <laughs> uh, what's the word? Like uh, when you pull something out of the earth? God, my brain. Um, whatever. Yeah. Um, treasure. Treasure. Yeah, treasure. Now, what is it called when you like dig something out of the earth and it's a r r? Oh, fuck it. A rare. Yeah. A what? A r. Oh, I think we need to move on. I'm gonna have to edit this podcast. A r. A r. I always do this. I I forget what a word is and I get stuck on the idea that it starts with a certain letter and it's always wrong. It's not a fossil. No, but uh, when you pull something out of the earth, mm-hmm. you um uh re you uh you take it out of the earth and there's a word for that. Oh no. Take something out of the earth. Repurpose. No. Verb. Unearth. Unearth. Yeah, okay. We'll call it a fossil unearthing. Extraction. Extraction. That's not what I was looking for, though. Wisdom teeth. Like wisdom teeth. Exactly. So you want to talk about golf? No. (laughs) (laughs) Have you ever played golf? No. Mini golf. Mini golf. That doesn't count. What do you mean? Well, actual golf. Like, you have to walk for like four hours across like kilometers of... well you could do that at the mini golf course too. not really dude just walk around it but yeah but it's small even so... if you walked around a mini golf course for four hours you that's... still wouldn't be covering kilometers that's like say you cannot exercise in a prison cell that's i don't think that's true did you have you seen those people are jacked they are jacked i need to get a prison to, work out <laughs> to get this body in shape man. <laughs> okay that's interesting going to prison um, what do you think you'd go to prison for? Uh, probably, um, probably killing someone. <laughs> Not my family or anything. It's no, just like random idiot. How How do you think it would happen? That I kill someone? Yeah. It's just that you just snap because somebody's being a total fucking idiot. And then, like, what would you have done to cause their death? Just uh, hit him over the head with something I find next to me. Yeah. I feel the same way. I feel the same way. I was I was speaking to um, some friends the other week and uh, a life, like it's on my bucket list. I probably shouldn't put this out there on my podcast, but... <laughs> killing someone is on your bucket list? <laughs> Not killing someone. <laughs> <laughs> Not killing someone, but I want to be in a fight. Like I want to... I want to get hit in the face. I want to hit someone in the face. I want to I wanna throw punches. I want to have been in a fight. Like a bare knuckle? Yeah, and like, there's not going to be any gloves around when it happens. I'm sure of that. I mean, you could go to a gym or something like that and you go... I did want to start boxing just so that I could... Um... Be prepared for it. <laughs> when you just take on someone on the street. Hey, you punk! Punk! Get over here! Um, nah, not... Like, maybe just to get that energy out of me. That was my idea of starting boxing. Right. Just so that I, I understand the dangers and that, like, I don't actually pursue it because I think that could be... Uh, you know, my, my, how I die. Right. But it's mainly because, and I mentioned this earlier to you when we were having a coffee is like, um, I, uh, I have lots of incidents of men like invading my personal space and wanting to talk to me in a creepy way. And like, for example, yesterday I had three instances at a guy following me at the lake. Um, you know, I was just like walking along uh, along the the lakeside, deciding where I wanted to stop, and then I was like, I saw this creepy guy sort of walk towards me and make eye contact with me, and I was like, Ugh. 
And then, uh, and he walked past me and then I was like, Hmm, I'm going to go back the other way to where I've just walked. Cause I think there was a good spot there. So I turn around and I start walking and this guy is now walking towards me. This guy that passed me has also turned around as if to follow me, but I was like, don't be, don't mm. be, don't, don't think like that. And I, so I, then we pass again and he looks at me and I'm like, ugh. and then I continue along and then I'm like, I'm going to stop here. And I start, you know, parking my bike. And then this guy comes back and stands right in front of me and looks at me and I'm like, ugh. and I look away and then he's staring at me and then he jumps um, over the fence to get to the lake and he keeps looking back at me and I'm just standing there like, I don't want this guy to dictate what I'm doing. And, uh, and so I ended up locking my bike and then like going the, the, the direction that I was originally going in and, and I didn't see him again, but then also at a train station, I had like this guy, I sat down and I thought I was like, it was fine. There was this guy there. I was like, yeah, whatever. And then I felt like he was staring at me and I was like, nah, he's being paranoid. And then these three other young girls come and sit down. I'm like, oh, perfect. They can be, they can, <laughs> they can be the bait. Like I'm safe now. These girls are like just 18, easy peasy. You know, they're looking like they're ready for a night out, whatever. And, um, and then I get up to go get off the train and then, um, and I feel like the guy's getting off with me and I'm like, eh, whatever. And then I go down the steps and then I get out into the street and then I'm like, oh, shivers, how do I get to the, how do I get to the bar from here? And so I'm standing there and then this guy comes around and comes right into my face and then starts trying to talk to me and I've got earphones on and I'm like, and he's like getting close. I'm like, no. And like, I walk off. And then finally, at the end of the day, I'm at Alexanderplatz and, um, and I, I'm walking, I find a spot to wait for the train, um, kind of next to, you know, there's like two bunches of seats and there's a woman sitting at the furthest end. And so I sit at the, like the furthest end of the first bunch of seats and I'm sitting there for no more than like 20 seconds, you know, on my phone. And this guy comes up right into my face and he's like, and I've got my earphones on again. And it's like right in there talking. And I was just like, no nah, man and I get up and I sit right next to the girl on the on the next bunch of seats and I was just like what what is how like what like how many how many creepy guys need to get into my personal space in a day at and least three I guess. at least three. <laughs> so with this kind of and then and then even on my walk home once I got out of my train station I was walking down the street and I sort of let out a bit of an exhalation I was like ah oh. And this guy is walking with this girl and he turns around and he starts talking to me. And I'm just like, what are you? And in that moment, I was feeling very aggressive. And I was like, you know what? I would start a fight. Like, I have so much rage around how much my personal space is invaded and how and all of these things. And I would love to fight someone at one point. So I think I would probably end up in jail for <laughs> for fighting someone for fighting someone. Yeah, I guess uh, I I want to punch people at that litter. Really? Yeah, but uh, not not like they they casually lost something or some shit like that. But uh, I've seen people throw like stuff at the floor right next to a trash can. I'm like, oh, why? Why? Like why an empty like like not one of those you know no no not one Noicon trash no, cans that are no, totally like empty, full empty trash cans. And you go like, uh-huh. why why are you doing this? Mm-hmm. It's just lazy. I don't know, man. It's rude. It's, well, it's rude, I guess. I don't know. I, I always, I don't know. My my street is especially a little bit dirty, you know, with with litter. Then I always walk down the street and I'm like, why are you guys being like this? Like, who, who wants to live like this? Yeah. Well, I guess you know, there's lots of people that live like little piggies. 
They don't That's like true. their homes are probably oh, probably yeah. You know, stuff everywhere, dirty, and you know, not tidied up. Dirty, 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 dirty. Yeah, but it was funny. Like uh, the other day, uh, I was coming home from a show. I was at the the Uban station, and there was this guy that came up to me. He just kept staring at me, and he just walked. I had headphones in, mm-hmm. right? And he was wearing a mask, and I was wearing a mask. And mm-hmm. he came up to me and was staring at me like dead in the eyes, and just kept staring at me. And I just like st- like looked back and I was like, okay, sort of like in my in my gut, I was already okay. We're gonna fucking he's gonna fucking punch me or something. Yeah. And then he just walked off. And then I was like, ah, oh, he was talking to me. Uh-huh. But I couldn't see it because he was wearing a mask <laughs> and he was like super confused that I was being such a douchebag because I couldn't hear it because I was ha- I had my headphones in. But if you got your headphones in, then why should anyone expect you to be listening to them? Well, it was like a it was sort of like I think it was like a homeless situation. Just that he didn't look that homeless. Yeah. But then he walked up to the next person. I was like, oh, okay, now I get what he's, he was doing. He's talking. But I, I was like, oh, man, that dude probably thinks I'm a fucking asshole. Because <laughs> <laughs> I was like, what, you, you want to punch me? Is this what's happening? But he was probably just going like, hey, man, you have like a coin or something? And I was like, I couldn't see his face. Yeah, yeah, because yeah. Because he was wearing a mask, being all responsible and yeah. shit. And I was like, what? <laughs> what? <laughs> what, what? So he probably was like, oh, he's going to punch me. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, oh man. <laughs> oh wow, when masks make you less safe. <laughs> yeah, yeah, then I felt bad. I was like, oh man. And then I, I thought about like, oh, should I just approach him and say like, hey man, sorry, I didn't know you were talking to me. Like I couldn't see your, your face moving. Yeah. But then he was a little weird too. So I was like, nah, I don't know. And then he's probably just going to punch me. Because <laughs> I also have a very punchable face, I feel. <laughs> I don't know what it looks like with a mask on though. Is it as punchable with a mask on? <laughs> <laughs> probably, even more. <laughs> Oh, but I just, I feel like, okay, I have absolute um, compassion for being in a position where you need to ask people for money. Like I, that's, you know, there's a whole bunch of stuff that leads to you to that point. And of course I'm compassionate and, you know, community and like social services need improvement. And I don't know how much of it, like, I don't think there's that many people that are like, it's, it's my choice, you know, <laughs> like it's, it's, like it's a choice, but it's because there's a lack of um, support, I think. Right. Right. I think, I don't know. I think, I think, you know, society needs to help, blah, blah, blah. I'm, yeah. Once uh, Kate Checker was giving me shit, she thought I was being super uh, right wing and um, like, uh, yeah, like homeless people are bad. It's their fault. I'm like, no, that's not my perspective at all. But it's like, also, I'm not going to just like, if, if I'm wearing headphones, I don't want anybody to talk to me. Right. Like, because if I'm wearing earphones, that's a, that's a clear sign that I'm doing something already. So if you're interrupting me, like, who are you to interrupt me? I don't know. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) I just, I'm always, (coughs) I'm I'm consistently surprised when people try to talk to me when I'm wearing headphones. Well, I I guess not, not everybody sees it that way. Mm. That's, that's, that's the thing. See, like, but how else? Like that you you don't want to be bothered or that headphones are a clear indication that you don't want anyone to talk to you. They're not. I don't know. I, I'm guessing. Don't they indicate that you're doing something? Because it happens a lot that people talk to you while you were hanging. Like, yeah. It happens to me too, but I, I feel like a lot of people just go like, ah, either they didn't see him or they didn't realize that you are doing that because you don't want to be approached. Yeah. So I don't know if... Uh, it baffles me. I mean, I feel like a lot of old people talk to me when I'm wearing headphones mostly. 
that that I can understand more. You know, it's a, they're not they're not using headphones like we use headphones. Right, but I I, I guess in in a, in a homeless situation, it's more like uh, I guess their need yeah uh, over trumps or whatever you want to call yeah, it. Yeah, your, yeah, trumps. Your, yeah, yeah, trumps the the your your availability exactly or, or the fact that you're wearing headphones and you don't want to be bothered totally I guess for for in that situation it's more like hey man like you got some money like, yeah, yeah yeah and it's also like everyone uses headphones like everyone's got their earphones in so if you don't if you don't try to talk to people with earphones and then you can't ask anybody for yeah, money yeah 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 it's know, totally it's, true no it's, it's overall it's just a horrible situation yeah the way like uh, homelessness and all that shit definitely because uh man I, I i and i guess the pandemic made it a little worse yeah because I, I i i see the homeless people pre-pandemic and now i see them and I'm like jesus man what the fuck yeah although it makes you wonder like how good is corona at killing people <laughs> <laughs> okay <laughs> Well, it's good at killing old people. Yeah, at old people, but also people with pre-existing conditions. And like you'd think that if you are, you're not, you know, are you accessing healthcare Hmm. if you're living on the street? I guess to some extent. I know there was this uh, situation where there was this shelter here Mm -hmm. at the beginning of the pandemic that that had like an outbreak of Corona Mm -hmm. and they couldn't leave. Mm Mm-hmm. Which was uh, sort of the issue. <laughs> so, like the the people who were using the shelter weren't able to. Exit they were, they the had shelter. to be quarantined for two weeks or two two and a half weeks, and they were like drive. They were going insane in there. Yeah. Oh, wow. Because usually they they sleep there and then they and they go out. They go out and then they do their thing and uh, yeah. and then they had to be stuck in that thing for two weeks and it was like Jesus. Oh, whoa, that's a lot. That them yeah that must have needed a lot of support. Yeah, especially because, I mean, it's a, I mean, it's like a whole bunch of different characters probably bunched up for two and a half weeks in a, in a confined space where you're like, I don't even like this guy. Yeah. Or, and like probably people are dangerous to each other, you know, like, right. as in like, yeah, homeless women, I'm always like, oh my goodness, that's, that's a tough, that's a tough, that's a tough jam. Like, that's, <laughs> Oh man, it's a tough topic. I um yeah. Yeah. I pff. All right, where should we go to from there? <laughs> People who we think are secretly mass murderers. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so you're roasting Pascal. <laughs> <laughs> On Sunday. And so that's why that came up. And whenever anyone whenever any- <laughs> Whenever anyone is particularly like, you know, well, well behaved, you know, very clearly well intentioned or intended, like they, they always are trying to do the right thing. Yeah. The first thought is like, yeah, like that, that's the context, right? He's a super nice guy. Yeah. And he's always like, he's always nice and he's always doing the, the right things and, and, and stuff. And that I go like, huh, there must be something off right at some at some point like yeah. i don't know i don't know if he i always had the theory in my head that he killed his his twin brother yeah at disney world <laughs> that's why he has to go to disney world all the time <laughs> disneyland disney world i never know uh, what the uh, difference is that was always my theory that he 
and killed his that twin he's brother. the evil brother but he he oh. took over the at what age do you think he murdered his twin brother i don't know like at 16 yeah totally totally maybe there was like a dispute with a girlfriend or like you know he got the girl or maybe the parents just liked him more mm-hmm. maybe he was more academically um maybe successful i'll ask him i think you should <laughs> i'll ask him he goes like okay hey man you want to come over <laughs> so when did you kill your twin brother what was it what was it when was it because your parents you can tell me it's fine what did you use no. how do you think he would have killed his twin brother <laughs> <laughs> Probably like in a roller coaster. A roller coaster? Yeah, he would just like, hey, just get up. And then got decapitated oh. by a bar or some shit. Oh, that's violent. Oh, so it was like uh, like he baited him into it, but it looked like just like an accidental exactly. death. Mm. Yeah, right. That's smart. You know, it's, yeah, it's funny because there's that picture of, of, you know, that roller coaster picture. It's like... <laughs> Him sitting next to his decapitated brother and he's just smiling creepily with blood on his face. People were like, why are you smiling? He was like, I didn't realize my brother was dead. Yeah, it's just such a good ride. Oh my God. It's, it's funny how we just invented a story. <laughs> so dark. And it seems so like, I don't know. It's also the whole thing of like, it's nice to make the stereotype of, because Japan, like Japan, for example, he spent some time in Japan. He is half korean and he has spent time in career as well but yeah it's just that easy thing like movies like old boy and all of those horrific um yeah japanese like psych psycho thrillers you know they're always there's that that kind of society where everything is so organized and like keep a happy face and then it, you know that level of repression uh yeah it comes out somewhere yeah yeah in this case, his brother had to pay the price. <laughs> <laughs> We're sorry, Pascal, uh, but yeah. it's funny. It's, it's, it's a joke, man. It's a joke. It's a joke. <laughs> <laughs> You're absolutely the nicest person I've, I've met on, on the comedy Same. C- circle, I guess. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I really? think everyone else has behaved badly at some point or just isn't. I don't know. Everyone's pretty nice on the scene. There are some assholes for sure. But we're friends with you them. You being one of them. <laughs> <laughs> Am I? Am I? I can I can think of like, okay, when I write roast jokes, yeah, I'm an asshole, okay? For sure. For sure. But when it comes to dealing with people, like I have a sense of um, of how to be respectful to people. And when people aren't respectful, then, you know, I'm, I will stop giving you energy and time. For sure. That's That's... That's basically it. I think me being an asshole is usually me like setting my boundaries. I've that's, been an that's, asshole. One that's when one way to say it. <laughs> there was there was one instance where I was a proper asshole, and that was to Vitera after the um, Berlin New Stand Up Award competition train wreck thing, uh, the first one. <laughs> and um, yeah, I was not nice to him, and I've apologized to him. Why were you not nice? I was very emotionally unstable my ex-boyfriend that you loved oh he's great he's he's an absolute great guy (laughs) Uh, i've met him once for half an hour and i would pick him over you every day (laughs) (laughs) and you're an asshole (laughs) 
But he came to support me and he didn't even vote and he was late. And then uh, I like within the first 20 seconds of me on stage, I knew that like there was no way I was I was going through and I was um, and it hurt. And uh, and then like seeing how um, other people performed and did really well. And then I got really, really stoned and I think I was drinking as well. And then um, I spoke to Vidura and I, I said like a horrible comment, like, like, how did you come up with that? Like, you know, when did you, when did you get good or something like that? <laughs> it was, it was something that wasn't like really, really, really nasty. It was like that kind of playful, you know, like the, the Gino and Fabian and like that kind of group of like being mean, but like, you know, there's love there. Right. It was a comment like that, but it was coming from a place of hurt. So it was quite sharp. And, uh, and I apologize. I was like, dude, I'm just feeling really shit about myself and you did great so i'm sorry yeah yeah he killed himself <laughs> <laughs> well he moved to the uk so it may as well <laughs> i hope he's doing well yeah I'm, have you I'm, seen me be an asshole have you seen me be an asshole i can't recall an instance now i'm pretty sure eventually <laughs> eventually i've been in, at some point at some point i'm sure you have yeah, you're right. I just can't remember one now. Okay. Yeah, so, I don't think you've been an asshole to me. That's that's why I probably can remember. That's why I don't give a shit. Yeah. Um. Yeah. I like you know I throw comments around in that in that like you know roasty like yeah, broy kind of way, and that's that's often all it is. And then I'm like, oh, I should I should reel back. A lot on of that. people do that too, though. Yeah, exactly. Doesn't mean it's always okay. And I often when I do it, I, like, oh, that wasn't that wasn't with the right. That, right. I think that cut close. Yeah, I like to. Come I back. guess it depends on who who you do it to. Yeah, 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 yeah. Because I feel like I uh, I don't react too much on mm. stuff that that people say. Yeah. You know, even if they're being mean or something, it's like, yeah, whatever. Yeah. And then I go home and I cry. <laughs> <laughs> but outside, I'm always like, yeah, whatever, dude. <laughs> Can't hurt me. Whatever. Oh. I remember the, the, the last roast I did, uh, it was against Francesco. Mm-hmm. Oh, he can, he can be really mean. Oh, he went super mean. Yeah, he was super mean the last time but I roasted him. He didn't prepare anything. Like, he had, like, yeah. one joke prepared, and then yeah. he just started, like, uh, like putting me down, like, yeah. be, being mean. And, and people were like, yeah. dude, like, that's that's not cool, man. Like, the people in the, in, in the audience were like, come on, man. <laughs> like, you're being mean to this guy. There's writing roasts and then there's just being mean. And the last roast I did with Francesco, I already had roast jokes written from the last time I roasted him. And they asked me, I was just like, uh, they asked me to do it maybe two hours or three hours before because someone dropped out. And I was like, yeah, cool. Francesco just had just really mean stuff. Just really, (laughs) they weren't even jokes. They were just like, you know, you, you have a failed marriage. You know, you, you, you sleep around. You're just a dirty slut. And I was like, that's not a roast, dude. That's just the truth. Like, well, <laughs> He said exactly the same thing to me. <laughs> <laughs> he told me I was a dirty slut. Aww. Yeah. No, what did he say? <laughs> no, I, just, I, think, uh, I think the first joke was, I, I can't remember what it was. The first joke was good. And then it just, uh, he didn't have any more jokes because he, he didn't, because it, it was like the quarterfinals and then finals thing and then mm-hmm. i lost the quarterfinals and he, he also mm-hmm. and uh then we had to roast each other uh-huh and he didn't expect to roast me so he didn't write anything mm-hmm. 
and uh like i had maybe five jokes for him mm-hmm. that i wrote like uh a day before mm-hmm. and i think the first one worked that he did i don't remember what it was but then he just went like oh yeah no fat loser and whatever <laughs> and uh you, you know fail or failure and i don't know and it, like it just kept in going in that vein and, and everybody was like dude come on <laughs> But he also was like, dude, <laughs> like he he himself was like, dude, I don't know. I don't have anything. I'm just being mean at this point. Like, I don't, yeah, yeah. I don't know what to tell you guys. Yeah. Like he didn't mean it in, in that. In that, It's just that it, it's how it came out. And then I was like, oh, is that how people see me? No. <laughs> yeah. No. That's so sad. It's funny. One of the roast jokes that um, hit me uh, in one of the earliest roasts that I did um was just someone talking about me being old and i didn't and like in the comedy scene yeah i am older than a lot of the boys you know i'm older than you right how old are you uh 34 35 this year i'm 35 okay with the same you're 86 86 yeah. oh, okay Aww. you too yeah, yeah. Mm. um when's your birthday uh, may okay we, we missed it i missed it there's nothing much to me. Oh no! Some <laughs> <a> fucking loser. <laughs> Failure. Failure. What the fuck, man? That's, it's just such cheap shots. Like it's not. That's you can say that about anybody, right? Yeah. You can say. You can I, say I, that I, about I anybody. I did one roast, which is uh, the 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 one I liked the most about him. It was a. Uh, it's super stupid, and I guess most people didn't like, didn't get it. Mm. It was like Francesco uh, was really into metal. Mm. from the looks of it mercury <laughs> <laughs> mercury yeah because it makes you lose your hair and makes you uh... look weird it, it, it was funny to me yeah it's just not enough people know what mercury yeah, does people were like what <laughs> and you're like <laughs> it's so funny in an empty room <laughs> i mean a silent room um but yeah this roast about me being old and like my <clears throat> vagina being old and i was like it's funny, like, it, it hit me because, yeah, a lot of the guys that I was hanging around were all in their, like, mid-20s, basically, when this was happening. And I was, yeah, 32, 31, 30, 32, 33. And, um, and it hit me. But then I've started seeing this guy, and he's 30, and I'm 34, and he talks about me being old all the time. Like, he's constantly pushing that button. And I don't know if I shouldn't take it or if I'm just strong or if he like I don't know like I don't yeah I'm like it doesn't affect me but at the same time I'm like you could just smother him with your loose skin (laughs) (laughs) I don't have enough to cover that fat face of his okay (laughs) Uh, yeah fat's easy isn't it loose skin Mm. Mm, mm, um, um, fat loose skin. Fat loose skin. Now I um <laughs> oh yeah, uh, my uh I had I want to shout out to um some fans of mine and fans of the podcast. Uh they came to my show on Sunday to Grindhouse and they were so excited. The man it was a couple and uh they were you know, I think they're they've got a ten year old son, so they're a bit older than us. Um, from Italy and uh, the first thing I, the man said when I came up to him was like he said um, I love sleeping with you every night <laughs> what the fuck <laughs> 
and I was like, hello, is this your wife? Like, <laughs> and he was like, we're Mario and Maria, and we're big fans of your podcast. We listen, I fall asleep listening to your podcast, like, often. He's like, we love the sound of your voice. We love what you're doing. We love dirty things. We think you're great. We're so excited to see you live. And I was like, are you guys angling for something? (laughs) (laughs) Um, They're uh, really sweet. Yeah, Italians, but they've just moved to Germany, but they've been in China and they've been in like um, Philippines, I think. And um, yeah, really worldly, really, really lovely couple. And they were very excited to meet me in person, which is so funny. Yeah, it was really cool. It was... It was, it was, it was weird just to like, for people, for me to meet people who were so excited to, like, I haven't met people through the podcast like that before. Yeah. I probably fall asleep to it. Yeah. It's weird. Have nightmares. Right. Like, and the funniest thing was he was like, um, oh, one of my favorite episodes, not the one that we had Christoph, unfortunately. Oh man. (laughs) No, I didn't. Fat loser. Other people have come up to me and said that they love the episode with you. (laughs) Other people have. They're like, oh, the one with Christoph. Name one. (laughs) Daniel Olel loved our episode. He loved it. He loved it. Then he, Daniel Olel also said um, that he hated the episode I had with Alex um, about, uh, which was like a couple of weeks ago, which was really dark. It was really dark. I think it was the episode where we talk about um, our suicide. Like we went through all the ways you could commit suicide and which way. Which way would be the the best way? And like, like the funnest way or the best way? Well, I guess like the the one that um, maybe the funnest and like the the least sort of negative impact to other people slash like just best way to go out. Like we were just you know. So what what did you guys come up with? Um, I've actually forgotten. I think I think was it falling from a building? Yeah, but you can kill someone downstairs. Yeah, you make it. You just be planet right. Planet. I think that that way you get to fly, and then you. <laughs> I don't think that's what happens. <laughs> so you get to fly, sure. You get to fly. <laughs> I think I think that's what we came to, um, and we talked about how like you know gassing yourself in a car is like the old man's way to do it, and that's not really you know like who wants right. to die in a car, and I can't remember all the things that we went to, but basically Mario was like, I loved that episode so much i want to die so bad (laughs) (laughs) he was like i i played it to my mother that's how much i loved it like i was like mom you've got to hear this he's like she speaks english and you've got to hear this and (laughs) he played that episode i was like wow that's hilarious and that was the one that daniel lola was like that was a waste of my time i wish i'd never listened to that episode with christoph schmidt amazing (laughs) that's exactly how he said it exactly that's great I can't do the Thank you, man. cute Ugandan accent, but and I won't. But yeah, that's that's cool. Yeah, it's pretty cool, huh? Yeah, yeah. I don't think you fly. <laughs> I mean, you would have to like wingsuit. Well, no, like you fly as you fall. Like the that feeling of falling would is is basically the closest we can ever come to. Well, unless you're actually wanting to fly, and then you can like do the whole paragliding or whatever stuff. Yeah, 
I guess, yeah. I guess, but like, you know, you get to you get a view. Unless you do the German wings thing, you know, just become a pilot and then uh, oh, kill yourself with a bunch of people. Oh, Jesus, no. That's, that's fucking dark. That is so dark. That I is, just... like, that is super dark, but it also, it's like, man, way to go, dude. Way to go. <laughs> <laughs> like, if that was what you wanted to do, like, shit. Yeah, but it's like, it's the, that's an act of terror. Like, the, the, you're, yeah. you're murdering so many people. Yeah, that's crazy. Yeah, why? Like, who are you to take your life with everyone else's? That's, that's just. Crazy. I saw that uh, this documentary on Netflix that uh, the um, what is it called American Murder, something like the Family Next Door, or some shit like that. Okay. It's like this guy who killed his wife and his two kids. Uh huh. And then he pretended that they just left. Like, it held up for, like, 20, 22 hours or 48 <laughs> hours, some shit like that. Like, the police came, and they were like, Where, where's your wife and shit? And he was like, I don't know. And uh, he, like, it had, like, a bunch of missing phone calls that he made to his wife. Like, where are you? And whatever. Um, how did he kill them? Um, well, it turns out, like, he apparently like, he smothered them. Mm. Like, he, I think he... I guess he choked his wife to death and then he smothered his two kids. I guess he choked. Well, because it's, it's, it's only his version, right? Okay. 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 Because when, I guess that's what happened. Wouldn't the, like, wouldn't the, um, the question is, did she coroner be able to assess? Like, you know, they did an autopsy and stuff. She died of asphyxiation. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. The question is if, if if it was, uh, because his, his version is that, um, they were he wanted a divorce mm. and then they were fighting and then uh he, he sort of just choked her to death and she didn't Jesus. even uh defend herself that was his version then the parents were like yeah she she wouldn't do that like she wouldn't def- like she would defend herself so, so the version that they is that they that he just smothered her with a pillow or some shit when uh-huh. she was sleeping uh-huh and then but what really fucked me up like it's I don't, I don't, I don't want to condone like his behavior or whatever. Like, I hope not. No, but I mean, like, I get it if you kill your spouse in in a sense. Okay. Like, not in a. I'm, I'm not saying that it's good or bad. Like, no, I no, get no. it when women kill men, and I get it when men kill women. Okay, and good, I, and good. It, it shouldn't happen, and mm-hmm. it's it's bad behavior, and you shouldn't be doing that. <laughs> yeah. And I'm not saying that I would, uh, or 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 any type of uh, you know domestic violence or shit like that. I'm not saying that it's good. Good. Right. Good. But I get it. Yeah, it right. makes it's it's probably the most, um, yeah, emo- like family, you know, family. That's where the most emotions are. Exactly, so I get that. There's like it's a crime of passion and emotion and whatever, and mm-hmm. it's a, it's a douchey shit to do. But what it fucked me the most is that he had like these two kids, like I think four year or t- two year old or three year old and and a one year old and shit like that, and he drove with them. And the dead mom out to somewhere where he used to work at this oil field. And then he smothered them there. Like he had to drive an hour out. With the kids with next the kids, to the dead mom. Yeah, still alive. And then he killed them. And I, it's like, dude, was there not a point in that hour drive where you go like, what the fuck am I doing? Yeah, right. Right? How, how fucking... And then it turns out that he had this lover... That that's why he wanted to leave his wife for because he wanted to have kids with her and she looks exactly like her and I'm like, dude, why would you do that to do exactly the same thing again? And how would that woman then trust him ever? Like, yeah, for me, it was like, how? Like, I don't get it. Why would you do the same thing again? Like, you're not happy. Exactly, you're not happy with your wife. She was pregnant, by the way. 
the wife was pregnant. Yeah. Oh Jesus, this is this is horrible, dude. Yeah, it was so, super horrible. Like I was like, dude, what the fuck? And then, but the the part that I, I thought was most curious is that he did it so he can do it all over again. Like, yeah. You know, start a new life with this woman that looks exactly like your wife, just a bit younger, to have kids with her. And I go like, shouldn't you just do something completely else? You know, shouldn't you just go to I don't know to Thailand, suck off a bunch of people, and uh, and live like a crazy life? You know, yeah. like, do a bunch of drugs or, or go skydiving. Yeah. But he does that all to just do the same thing, and yeah. I'm like, why? Well, I I think it just comes down to mental illness and a lack of a lack of self awareness and a lack of yes. Yeah, I, it's got to like, dude, to ever think that. Oh man, murdering your pregnant like okay, stuff can get really bad and but yeah, killing the two kids as well. It's like if you wanted to go off and have a life with another woman, just do that. Yeah, like why 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 kill everybody? He should have killed himself. I guess. But he didn't do that. There was a there was a story recently, um, in uh just a classic Japanese story really. Um, this family were found in uh the car of a convenient in the car in the car park of a convenience store and uh, it was the whole family dead. And it was to like a three year old, a six year old in the back, wife and um husband. And uh yeah, uh he basically like killed them all and then killed himself. Mm, I thought they were just they couldn't get the doors open. And they just suffocated. Yeah, it was sunny. It was sunny. That doesn't get that hot. It does. But no. <laughs> <Yeah>. No. <laughs> I remember it was, now yeah. you can't do that shit anymore. And suicide. It's good, right? Murder suicide. Yeah. That you that you don't let your leave your kids in the car or the dog in the car. It's because it's it's bad. Yeah. I remember my mom used to do that all the time when Dude, I was a kid. <laughs> me too. Me too. It's like it's safer than you know having to like deal with this kid out in the like. Do you know? It, it's horrible going shopping with a child that can yeah. talk and walk. Oh my god, yeah, it's horrible. But you shouldn't leave him in a hot car. But you shouldn't leave him in a hot car. You should keep the air conditioning. <laughs> like she would just, you know, put the windows down, and we were just yeah. sitting in the car, sweating our asses off. Yeah. Because it was like it was in South America, so it was like thirty degrees. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, in Australia it was the same. It was super hot. But it was like I don't know. It was like the nineties, so it yeah. was fine. <laughs> it was fine. It was like well, they're locked in there. Yeah, not even that because the windows were open. Anybody could. Yeah, just anyone be like, could Ooh. still. You wouldn't have the windows all the way down for security, right? Right, but you could do... I mean, I guess we were big enough to get what? them down. Defend yourselves? Oh, to no, roll the windows down. to roll down the windows down if you get too up. hot. Oh, the old days. Like, are there... Yeah, there's still cars with where you have to wind down the windows, I guess right? there are, yeah. Uh, Just weird. Nah, it makes sense. I don't trust all the electronic... Like, Oh, the thing is, a, a winding down window can break just as easily as an electronic one, right? Yeah, yeah. I guess. I love how we're talking about phones and, <laughs> and <other> car windows. <laughs> car windows in the nineties. <laughs> Nostalgia over like the most redundant shit. You remember that that car had that uh, that thing you had to like it wouldn't work, so you you had to do it first. And then you had to push the window down with your hands. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like you'd have to, what, you'd have to unlock it and then, like, yeah. as in the first part of the turning of the window. Exactly. Yeah, and then yeah. you had to push it with <laughs> your hand and then it would, and then it would work. Yeah. The same upwards again, like the last, I don't know, centimeter or something, you had to always, like, push it. 
I there's something magical about driving cars and I always get excited when so the other night I was uh, it was a Saturday night and I wanted to wanted to go out and have some fun because the clubs are open again a little bit in Berlin and I was with um Colombia and Carl and uh and we we're like yeah let's go to Berghain let's go to Berghain the, the garden's open yeah let's do it he's like well I'll just get a car and I was like you're gonna get a car we're gonna drive we're gonna drive to Berghain like fuck yeah I got so excited, like getting into it and hanging out with Shahak, he always drives. It, it gives me so much joy. Driving? To be driven. To be driven. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> All right. I don't have a license. <laughs> uh, did you ever have one? Nope. I can drive, but I don't have the license. <laughs> sure. sure you can. Like I know how to do it. And I've driven when I've had someone else with me, but I, I don't have my own license. Is it like you can't actually drive or is it like, I know the, technically how to drive. I... I can drive, but I haven't done it for like five years. Right. Okay. So I can definitely do it, but like, you know, reverse parallel parking, uh, probably very, very, um, you know. It doesn't of, matter if you don't have a license, you can just crash into something, just leave it there, <laughs> set it on fire. <laughs> and I'm done. <laughs> it's like in front of like the wall comedy club. Yeah. <laughs> uh, flicking in cigarette butt into it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah there's something very cool about driving i like driving too it's uh it's nice i don't know like i i really disagree with the environmental environmental impact of it and that they're so dangerous like they're probably the thing that i'm most afraid of is cars that's the most the, the thing you're most afraid of aside of aside from like you know men who i'm in close relationship with <laughs> but are you afraid of dying in a car or because a car runs you over by a car Hit by a car? Mm, yeah, hit. Yeah, because in a, a car, hit by a car. Because you're on a bicycle? Because I'm on a bicycle, because I'm a pedestrian, because I'm in a car. Right. Cars are scary. Watch out more for the trucks. Yeah, trucks scare me too, yeah. Because they can't see you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, I'm, I'm more aware of trucks, but cars can like, you know, there's these quite electric ones now, and they're just like sneaky little cars. Yeah, they're they're sneaky. They're sneaky. They're sneak up on you. They're sneaky. And bam. Bam. They oh. hit you from behind. Yeah. Yeah. Sneaky little cars. Yeah, like I know people that have died because of cars. I know several people that have died because of cars. Well, that's tragic. It is. I don't know them that close. So that <laughs> okay, because that, that was like, oh Because that was a bit of a cunty <laughs> That's That's tragic. And that's tragic. Yeah, it is, man. Like car accidents are horrible. Like that's a horrible way to go. I guess it depends, right? It does. But it pretty much is ho always horrible, right? Right. I mean, if you if you drive underneath a truck with your car, it's probably going to be over pretty, uh, pretty fast. Yeah. But I guess, yeah, if you get sandwiched or smushed and you're just like, okay. Mm <laughs> 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 right. <laughs> oh, is that my spine? Okay. <laughs> I guess I have, a, I have a good five minutes. So, uh, yeah. So, uh, it's great to be here. <laughs> it's great to be here. <laughs> Classic stuff. <laughs> Did you ever notice? Can <laughs> you get in the car? Car accidents, am I right? <laughs> oh my God, that's, that's tragic. Yeah. I guess I got five minutes. That's good. <laughs> that's good. Is this thing on? <laughs> <laughs> well, they're cutting you out of the car. <laughs> this thing on why isn't anybody laughing oh my legs are gone fuck 
<laughs> you imagine you crack up the the the, the, the firemen they're just laughing because <laughs> you're fucking absolutely killing it <laughs> killing it while you're dying yeah <laughs> oh that's so great i love that that's a that's a really dark scene that's uh i think it could be a good sketch yeah i think it's a really good sketch but it's super dark yeah what was that tv show that was in hell it was like um it's like a like if you worked in hell mm, you remember yeah. that one it no. came out it's like adult swim it's really gross it's like uh, <laughs> like workaholics but it's in mm. hell yeah. yeah 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 i forget but it's something like that something out of that <laughs> Oh shit! All right. So, um, the last time you were on uh, this podcast, uh, you talked about your wife's—not wife, your girlfriend. You never want to get married because it's just like it doesn't make sense. Uh, it's not like I never want to get married. It's just that it, we haven't gotten around to it or okay. something. It's, it's not that important to me. Yeah. Right. Yeah, you know, it's just a uh, way the government keeps taps on you. Yeah, but you can get tax cuts, but you can get tax cuts with a kid too. Ah, uh, true, but more with marriage, right? Like not, you get more as well. I'm not. I'm not sure. You should look into that. Yeah, maybe you should ask. You should ask. Um, but yeah, you talked about your um your <clears throat> your your girlfriend's birthing story, and uh, that was really cool. And I think that was like I think it's really great to hear um a dude's perspective on what it's like. It was a great time. We had a great time. <laughs> <laughs> it was horrific, man. It was so like... 10 it, out of 10 would recommend. <laughs> that is not what you said last time. <laughs> like I, you know, it's crazy the strength of, um, you know, procreation, like uh, gene, like, you know, that drive, that 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 monkey drive to want to have kids because despite... Did you just call my girlfriend a monkey? No. <laughs> She's from South America, you know. She no monkey. <laughs> she no monkey. <laughs> she lovely lady. She lovely lady. She, she, um, she is not the monkey here. I'm the monkey because, despite <laughs> the fact that you told me this horrific story, I still like. I'm still like, yeah, I have a baby. I have a baby one day. You know, I have a baby like three years from now. Um, <laughs> it's always three years from now. It's always three years from now. <laughs> It's been three years from now for a very long time. And right now, three years from now is like my last window. So like, yeah, like when I'm like 30, is that still true, though? 37, 38. Because I've heard that it's that that's apparently bullshit. If you go into if you go into a hospital as a woman at 34, they will categorize you as a high risk, yeah, mature pregnant woman. Because bitches be crazy. man. <laughs> it's not- that's horrible yeah please don't cancel me i I didn't i didn't mean that at all it just sounded funny in my head i went with it (laughs) the medical profession be crazy and still i think quite um you know they do say that yeah women's risks uh the, the risks are much higher but yeah i was saying this to someone else recently it's like dude the risk if you're having a child at the age of 22 when you're apparently in prime child birthing age it's like dude the mental the mental and like environmental risks you're putting that child in, bringing a child into the world when you are 22, I think that's high risk compared to the medical complications that can happen. And, you know, we've been working through for the last like 20 years, women having children as they approach 40. Well, I guess it's uh depends who you categorize as high risk. I mean, it's high mm-hmm. risk for the baby, I guess, if you're younger. 
Yeah, exactly. Whereas it's high risk. Because you're just going to shake it to death because you just want to go party. And uh, Are you referencing someone there? No. Okay. <laughs> no. Yes, you are. No, no you're not. No, no, I'm not. There's, a, there's someone on the scene. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I've heard, <laughs> he, t- he told me the story, but uh, I wasn't referencing, referencing that. I'm just saying like uh, it's a common thing that happens, though. That people shake babies because yeah. they're young, because they want to go I mean, party. it's every every place you go, every doctor you go that has like a, whatever, like the gynecologist or uh, like the, the pregnancy Obstetrician. Yeah, exactly. Uh, maternity like, ward. Like there's always like flyers and posters on the wall, like don't shake your kid. and Yeah, right. Like there's, there's a bunch of material on it. Yeah. That they go like, well, you should read this. Yeah. And I go like, yeah. And then at the, when when you're preparing to be a like a, a dad or whatever, you always go like, I'm not gonna shake my kid. But uh, then I also f- I, I I get it. Yeah, and that's what I have heard. Like the thing is, there's a difference between rocking rocking a baby to get it to sleep. Yeah. And then the difference between rocking and shaking. How would you describe the difference? Well, rocking is a is more like a. I would say a fluid, gentle motion mm-hmm. that you do also with your body. Yeah, right. And the shaking is just, just violently just shaking him back and forth. And what you're doing is you're fucking up his neck and his brain. Yeah. In the process. Yeah. Oh, that's because the rocking is is not a is not an issue. Shaking is up and down or back and like back and forward. It's like back and forth. I mean, it depends how you're holding it because you can you can shake him uh, yeah, right. anywhere you want. Yeah, true. You just shouldn't be shaking. <coughs> you shouldn't be shaking him. That's not good for them. No, not at all. Not at all. I think once they're like two, but I, I do understand the urge. Like, I, it's not like I've ever been close to shaking our kid, mm-hmm. but I do understand uh, the urge that people might have because there is times where you get absolutely desperate. Yeah, totally. Like because they're crying for three, four hours, and you don't know what to do anymore. And there's yeah. a point where you just like, dude, like. Uh, yeah. Uh, if, if i would do it it would be now yeah yeah but yeah. but as long I, I, for me it was always as long as you have that thought in your head and that consciousness that hey man don't go crazy yeah and it shouldn't happen yeah i've definitely like looking after the one-year-olds in the kindergarten you know like when they're really fresh into it and they're even when they're yeah one and a half like when these babies are just well one really when they're really little and they can't communicate anything yeah yeah it's in those moments and they are so overwhelmed with whatever and they just won't stop. Yeah. It's, it's with the babies. I've never found my, because it's not my child, but with like, you know, two, two, well, two, like three year olds, two, three year olds, there have been moments where it's like, I lost my shit a little bit and yeah, you get, of course. you know, you get a little bit less gentle in your movements. Yeah, that's true. And it's like, oof, that's not okay. But you're at the end of your, you know, and you're just like, ah, okay. And at least when you're looking after someone's, someone else's kids, you just go, okay, I can feel myself not emotionally all right right now. I need to step back and I'll get a colleague to step in here because this is not my child. <laughs> but then yeah. if it is but your it's child. it's the same with, with, with your own kids. Like uh, if you yeah. feel like uh, it's overcoming you, you need to. Need to tap out. Yeah. You need to put him down. Yeah. Like even if he's crying, you just put him down, walk away. Yeah come back yeah 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 totally take uh you know uh how do you say it no now i went full blank valium take valium <laughs> give him valium <laughs> a whole dosage yeah 
Now, I also saw this thing about this uh, this daycare or this daycare lady that gave a like I think it was a seven month old baby like a Benadryl. What's a Benadryl? It's like a antihistamine, I think. Okay. Like, but it makes you drowsy and makes you like sort of sleepy. Uh huh. And she would give them to to the daycare kids that she would take care of to to make it more easy to deal with. Yeah, but she killed one of them. <gasps> Oh my god! Yeah. How old? Like, Seven months. Actually, whoa! Yeah, like I read that story the other day. I was like, "Fuck, man! Like, you shouldn't be in that profession." Dude, there are so many people that I've encountered in Germany, and I'm sure in other countries exist as well. That should just not be working yeah. in childcare. Yeah, not in our kita. Our kita is fine. Good. <laughs> I don't know. I don't want to know. Right. You don't want to know. Like, you can't do anything about it. That's the horrible thing. And it's scary with German labor laws. It is so hard to fire someone. Mm -hmm. Like, we had, at the Kita that I worked at, we had, in the two years that I worked there, we had uh, three people, almost four people, uh, I think, um, were dismissed based on, uh, like, so, such bad behavior with the kids. Like, abusive behavior. That sucks. It really sucks. And the thing is, there were so many incidents and it was always the, um, it was always the help, the English speaking helpers that were, uh, that were witness to the behavior. And then the problem is as an English speaker, our German isn't so good. So to report it in this German system was Mm. really hard, but then other people would see it, but it took so many instances and so many, like, um, so much documentation before someone could they could have a strong enough case to fire this person based, you know, with, within the, the security of German employee right. laws. But yeah, man, I like, uh, yeah, I think uh, it's, it's, yeah. I, I feel like if you work in childcare, you should, uh, you should like move around. You should not be working at the same place. You should have to go to different places. You should, or you should like have to have a year off where you do a different activity, so you get perspective on right. how great it is to work with kids. It's just, right. I don't know. I don't know. I, I hope for the best. <laughs> uh, like I, the 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 teachers or the the, the caretakers, I don't mm-hmm. know what you call them. Sure. The that that uh, they have there. I mean, I've met them and they seem like good people. Yeah. Like I haven't seen anyone that I go like, mm, this person looks sketchy but then again you don't fucking know you don't know until you spend time around them yeah but you know so long as yeah like you don't hear that many cases of people remembering the abuse they suffered in keto right so i think that's a positive thing yeah that's true i also feel like uh the kid hasn't shown any signs of uh mm. not wanting to go there yeah because that would be one of them you know yeah. that he doesn't want to go there anymore mm-hmm. yeah we had kids like that at Akita that just didn't want to come yeah. Yeah, and that was these women that I was working with. It was just. Yeah, and I, I guess like if 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 he show, starts showing signs that he doesn't absolutely doesn't want to go in there anymore, then maybe something is oh. off. Mm-hmm. But he hasn't shown those signs, and he's happy to go there. You, you tell him go to Kita, and he goes like, Yeah, fuck yeah, let's do it. Oh, kitty, kitty. So, yeah, but I think kids are kids are very resilient. I think you can actually abuse them quite. I'm not suggesting <laughs> that you should. <laughs> you could just fucking hit them. I think you can abuse kids. Like you know, I think the the level of trauma that we experience, and I'm not saying it's like it'd be great if we don't do it, and we shouldn't do it, and it shouldn't be happening, and it's deplorable, and um, yeah. But I think you know, yes, we're all a bit messed up, but I think 
um, and like our generation. But yeah, we, we don't know. We have no memory of what was happening before the age of like three. Yeah, of course. And all the and shitty it, interactions we had. It's probably good because uh, as a mm-hmm. baby itself, I mean, it, it probably is a fucked up situation. Mm. Especially as a baby because you, if you had any type of consciousness that you can remember, mm. that's got to be horrible because you're trapped in this tiny body. Exactly. And, and you've got no like no autonomy. Yeah, you have no way of uh, signaling anything except mm-hmm. crying. And, you know, you shit yourself and you lay there and you're shit. Then you're hungry and whatever. And, and I mean, it must be horrible if you would remember it. You would be yeah. like, fuck, that yeah. was a horrible time. And yeah, exactly. And then there's also just the physical, um, like the excruciating pain of growing so fast yeah. as well. But um, but also just like even when you're you're able to talk, you know, from two till four, like we've got so few memories of that time. And I'm mm. sure we were treated like shit by a bunch of people. Yeah, and probably. we don't remember that. And we don't, you know, I think. The thing that- is, if maybe you don't remember it like uh how it happened or something but i guess something might remain oh totally like there's like you know uh, cells remember you know or stuff that, or that you do certain things because certain things happen definitely and you i know, think that, that's a part of it like social anxiety or whatever the fuck you know totally totally and then yeah but i think then you know with, with that's like the early traumas but then yeah they just keep playing out into your like yeah when you're in your what do you call the period when you're like before the age of 10 mesozoic era mesozoic era (laughs) (laughs) your your elementary school days let's say and it's like yeah like then you know there's still you get like those are sort of the earliest memories of pain for me those times and that was usually by well parents and friends right all the outsiders uh, all the teachers well, I used to cry a lot when I was a kid. Yeah. Yeah, when I was in yeah primary school. Mm-hmm. Like I, uh, I would always think my 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 parents would abandon me. Oh yeah. So whenever they were late to picking me up, I was like already like, oh shit, it's happening now. Oh. <laughs> but there was no reason for it, you know. Well, there might have been. There might have been something in your earlier years that created this abandonment. Um. I don't know. It was weird because also my, 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 I have a brother and a sister. My, my sister most of the times was there too because mm-hmm. she's only four or five years older than me. Mm-hmm. And, uh, like she would be there and I would still be crying and she would be like, dude, don't be a fucking idiot. Like I'm here too. Like, <laughs> yeah, this is not about you, dude. <laughs> and you're picking us up. Don't worry about it. Oh. Yeah, but I would still go, like, oh, mommy. <laughs> Maybe there was something in your earlier years that was informing that level of anxiety. I guess. I don't know. Yeah. I guess we'll never find out. I don't know. Never know. Um, I kind of went down that stream of the of the baby thing because I wanted to comment a bit on the, the idea of men being able to talk about childbirth and on the flip side, men being able to talk about abortion stories. <laughs> <laughs> it's not funny in itself but we're laughing because we know what we're both thinking about um yeah like i've had i've had people like tell me that i i shouldn't talk about abortion because i've never had one Hmm. and i'm like that is you should i should have one right yeah yeah right it's on my it's on my it's on your bucket list (laughs) it's on my bucket list 
Well, the thing is, of course, I can talk about it because that's something that I uh, it's a right that I have and then don't have depending on where I go. And right. it's my body. And so it's it's a it's a whole um, there's a whole legal process around what I can do with my body. And so, of course, I can talk about it, even if I haven't had one. Right. Like, I mean, yeah, I guess you can talk about the about your experience or the lack lack of, of yeah like, but, i guess you couldn't talk about the experience itself because you don't know it totally and i won't because i i don't know it yeah but it's i, I guess it's it's with everything you, yeah certain things i cannot talk about going to space because i'm not an astronaut yeah but we can still talk about it like uh I can talk about how cool it would be yeah like or how space is fake and uh and the earth is flat and the earth is flat exactly we can talk about these things i think i don't know talk, yeah like um like i was really thinking like <laughs> going in waves i got my period this week which was a great moment and in that moment is it's often when i go oh wow like if i didn't have my period right now that's when i start thinking about abortion right and um and it was funny i was in this like really like oh this new person in my life it's so exciting yay it's going in this nice easy way and the last three days i've been like deep depression about um yeah like how i am not sure if it has any of the value that i was attributing to it before and if it's actually a positive um healthy space for me and i'm really trying to like uh, distinguish between um yeah like how much time i'm actually spending with this person and how much time i'm spending with this person in an environment where there are alcohol and drugs and yeah this sort of party environment right and if there is actually much of a space with this person that's actually just that where, where i could actually be sober for example and stay sober right and um and all those thoughts i was like ah i'm just you know I, i can't find anything healthy and everybody in this town that i ever get attracted to has some level of substance abuse issue and um you know, I'm going to be alone forever. And that was kind of, <laughs> <laughs> well, this took a turn. <laughs> and oh, like, if you had a kid. Yeah. Yeah. Well, that's interesting, isn't it? Well, I think before I ever went down the path of like, I'm going to be alone forever, I will get a dog. Like if I really feel like, all right. Well, I think if when I really commit to not having romantic sexual love in my life, that's when I get a dog. Can still fuck a dog. Exactly where I was going. <laughs> <laughs> I like a leash, you know what I mean? <laughs> uh, um, but yeah, and so I was thinking this week, it was like, before my period came, it was like, yeah, I might like, I, you know, they say that the window for pregnancy is, is closing and that it's bad to have an abortion before that. But I'm like, I think an abortion would be a really good idea at this point if I fell pregnant with this person. Well, I, like if this person's just a party person and doesn't have like, you know, just wants to get drunk every right. night and take drugs when that's possible. It's like, yeah, that's not a good, it's not a good daddy. It's not <laughs> a good accidental daddy. Uh, I, I guess not. I guess it's not the qualities that you're 
looking for. Yeah, no, it's exactly what I'm not looking for. But then I feel like if I try to find a sober person, that person's going to be real boring. And I do like to have drugs like a couple of times a year for special occasions. And I don't want to be judged and treated like I'm some kind of drug dealer like I was by one of my ex-boyfriends. It was like, like, are you dealing drugs? And it's like, dude, like what? No, I'm not a drug dealer. I don't know, man. I don't know. Is there anyone healthy and interesting in Berlin? I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. Maybe. <laughs> you mean comedians? No, I guess not comedians. <laughs> no, fuck no. No, comedians, no. Hmm. Well, Hans Talhammer doesn't like take drugs, but like, he's also the kind of guy that would totally judge me, I think, if I took drugs. I'm not considering having sex with Hans Talhammer, but he's like a very straight-laced dude <laughs> who's not a psycho like Shahak. <laughs> 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 you tell him. <laughs> <laughs> I'm being an asshole today. Holy shit. <laughs> wow, this is... All right. <clears throat> Let's wrap it up. I think we've got like a bunch. How long is it now? 84 minutes. 84 minutes. Jesus. Yeah, that's no, a lot. I will do some editing. Yeah. Cut out the funny part. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, just make it all like... <laughs> just cut out the punchlines like how Pascal killed his twin brother and the fucking family murder fuck it's so many dark things I love it I love going dark alright so um, Christoph yes should people follow you no okay good top 52 Instagram Christo- no, top Schmidt comedy yeah on Facebook um i think i'm gonna change that because people are like what people are like what yeah yeah i accept you thank you <laughs> i am complete i wish you many abortions <laughs> i don't want more than two you know you don't want more than two. <laughs> i don't want more than two <laughs> yeah two is cool two is cool two is cool all right so dinner comedy is back uh, on Wednesdays, come check it out in Kreuzberg. Um, what else is happening? Punch Up Comedy is happening, but uh, that'll be next month as well. There's a bunch of shows happening, guys. Just check check out the shows. Um, AF Barros everywhere, Anna Barros comedian. That has been Adults Only Comedy Berlin. See you next time. Bye.